Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know. Heading into this Monday morning, December 13th, I'm Violet Comer-Wylan, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Lots of threats inciting school violence have spread across South Florida. In the wake of the recent Michigan school shooting that killed four, social media posts in South Florida have led to some students staying home and police looking into threats. WLRN's Tom Hudson talked to some of the players in the middle of this dilemma. This is WLRN News. I'm Tom Hudson. It comes, of course, in the wake of another tragic school shooting, this one in Michigan, that killed four students. Edwin Lopez is the chief of police of Miami-Dade Schools Police. We've had over 20 threats combined uh, over the last few days. It's been a very unique week in terms of this new uprising, the number of cases. We have seen a law over the past few months in these type of uh, threats. After the tragedy that occurred at Parkland, um, unfortunately, we saw a rise in these type of threats. And then during the pandemic, they had subsided. And now, in light of the recent events in Michigan, the school shooting where four students were killed, yeah, we're seeing a, an, up, an uptick, and it's uh, quite concerning. How are these threats communicated? Everything from handwritten notes on a bathroom wall in some schools, phone calls to the main office of schools, posts on social media. So they're all obviously investigated very aggressively. Any of those 20 or so threats investigators consider credible threats? At this time, no. However, it's very difficult to, to really label something with a definite uncertainty of, uh, of credible or non-credible. Mm -hmm. If you can't interview and identify an individual, then obviously you can't dig down deep enough and know the original intent of the threat. This wave of school violent threats that have been made in South Florida. It's not just Dade County that's been dealing with it. Broward County schools have been as well. Sarah Lerner joins us. Uh, Sarah is a teacher at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School and editor of the book Parkland Speaks about the 2018 shooting at the school. How are school threats treated? How do you deal with them as a teacher? Sometimes we don't know that there's been a threat made to the school until it's already been handled and administration notifies us. I have children in the Broward public school system, mm -hmm. one of whom goes to school with me. There are times that I find out about these things first as a teacher, and then there are other times I find out first as a parent. It's incredibly frightening given what we went through almost four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Unimaginable tragedy and, and trauma. You wrote in an essay that was published in the New York Times, quote, often school administrators tell us that if nothing violent or serious has occurred, they will make note of it, but nothing can be done. What would you like the ability to do as a public school teacher? I mean, first and foremost, I want to be able to feel safe in my classroom, as all teachers do. As a teacher, when you see something and you say something as we are instructed to do. It's very disconcerting when you report something to administration, but because nothing has been done, no crime has been committed, no violent act, you know, it's just words or pictures. They really don't have anything that they can do based on the discipline matrix, which is, you know, it kind of takes all the wind out of your sail as the teacher, because now the student who you may believe is a threat is back in your classroom because they, quote, haven't done anything wrong yet. And it's very difficult. Chief Lopez, what are you hearing there from a classroom teacher? Granted, not in the Miami-Dade School District and Broward School District, but I'm sure 
that you you've heard similar refrains from teachers you work very closely with in Miami Dade schools. Absolutely, uh, what, what Sarah said is spot on. And as I, yes, I'm a police chief now, but 20 years ago I started my career as a teacher, etc. In Miami Dade County, we're very fortunate. We have our own schools police department. So exactly what Sarah's saying, those type of concerns uh, that may not rise to the level of a crime are really investigated in order to, for that student to be not only placed in the right setting here in Miami-Dade County for it, we have a multiple success centers that are outside of the traditional schools that provide a resources for those students where they can physically attend school, but also um, in order to, to, uh, to make sure that, not, not, that none of these threats or potential behaviors impact uh, the school or any students in a negative way. SRO, School Resource Officer, is uh, that acronym. Edwin Lopez is the Chief of Police of Miami-Dade Schools Police. Sarah Lerner is a teacher at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and the editor of the book Parkland Speaks. This is WLRN News. I'm Tom Hudson. That was WLRN's Tom Hudson on school violence threats across South Florida. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is proposing an increase in state funding towards its struggling citrus industry. According to WUSF News, this would be a 5% increase in citrus funding. DeSantis included $29.2 million for the citrus industry as part of the over $99 billion budget for the fiscal year beginning July 1st. The U.S. Department of Agriculture recently released a report forecasting the industry to create enough oranges to fill 46 million 90-pound boxes. This is down from 47 million boxes in the department's initial forecast and almost 53 million boxes in the year prior. COVID-19 cases are growing statewide as the Omicron variant spreads. According to the Palm Beach Post, the state saw almost 13,000 new COVID-19 cases this week, which is the highest the state has logged since October 29th. The Omicron variant is said to be almost five times more infectious than the Delta variant. Of the 43 people in the U.S. who have a confirmed case of Omicron, nearly half had gotten the basic vaccine. Nearly one-third of those 43 had traveled internationally within the past two weeks. A development plan for the West End Golf property in Alachua County has recently been parred down from 487 residential units in an 80-room hotel to 129 single-family units, a tree line, and a donation of 37 recreation acres to Alachua County. According to Main Street Daily News, this compromise comes as community members express concerns over initial development plans. Residents band together to create the nonprofit West End Community Alliance for Recreation and Education. This group fought to keep the 75-acre course a green space for the neighborhood. This new plan was met with opposition for many community members still, as they felt any development of this green space was unacceptable. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Violet Cumberweiland, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.